Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We go to Suffolk County again right now. This is one of my favorite politicians and favorite men in New York. Did a tremendous job in his race for governor. God, I wish he won, but it was a great uh, campaign nevertheless. And that is my friend Lee Zeldin. Lee, good Monday morning, buddy. How are you? Hey, it's great to be with you, Sid. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I had Army Reserve duty this weekend, and uh, it's, that's the suit that I love wearing the most. But um, you know, it's surrounded by the best of the best. They had a retirement ceremony uh, for for people who you know served like 30 years in the military. Just you know, God bless these men and women. Uh, it's it's awesome. I you know there's plenty that we can complain about on any given day of of how maybe a community, a state, a country is coming up short. But uh, we do still live in the greatest country in the world. So uh, God bless America, and I hope uh, you're enjoying your summer so far. It's great to be with you. Uh, I am enjoying my summer. Thank you so much. And it's great to have you, too. I love the fact that every time I ask you about what your next move is politically, because everybody wants to know, you go right back and talk about your service. You're still heavily involved, and and that's what this country uh, should be all about. We're not exactly there. We'll get back to that later. I do want to talk about your county because it's everywhere right now. You do live in Shirley, which is in Suffolk County, and they have Rex Hurman in custody. What are your thoughts on Ray Tierney, Harrison, the job your county did? And do you believe that he may be responsible for up to 18 murders or just these four? What are your thoughts, Lee Zeldin? Great job by Ray Tierney and uh, and Harrison and everyone involved. There's a, a whole lot of people who we don't know their names, who are law enforcement at different levels of government, uh, who have been all in on this for a long time. And uh, th- hopefully they uh, are on to not just justice for the charges uh, that were brought, but maybe we can continue to get even more answers. Uh, Maybe there is a connection to even more crimes, but with that, I would have to defer to one of your upcoming great guests in uh, this morning's show, the district attorney himself. Uh, I I believe that uh, that as soon as the district attorney came into office, he was elected in 2021, and he started up at the beginning of 22, there was a fresh, renewed focus on this case that uh, I think the district attorney's background came from uh, the Department of Justice. It seemed like all the different levels of government were really humming in 2022. So, you know, there there was increased renewed optimism that maybe they could finally crack the code on this case and and find who's responsible, arrest the person, and and bring them to justice. So hopefully, uh, hopefully from here on out, it's only even more successful as they continue to do their good work. I'm not uh, sure about all the different towns in Suffolk County that are out there often. You're in Shirley. How far is that from Gilgo Beach? I would say it's about uh, 30, 35 minutes maybe. 30, 35. And how far from Massapequa Park? Oh, so it's it's almost a, a stone's throw, really. It's uh, you know, there, There's waterway from 
the island, you know, the, the south shore of Long Island has uh, Fire Island, has Jones Beach, and uh, and then you have the Great South Bay uh, through a lot of Long Island, and on the other side where the main island starts, it's where you'll find a place like Massapequa, Massapequa Park. Uh, it, it's not that far from Massapequa, Massapequa Park, where uh, Fire Island meets Jones Beach. That's the uh, the Fire Island Inlet. Um, so you, as far as the actual distance, extremely close. Mm. Uh, the only mm. challenge is you're getting from the, that mainland to wherever your destination of choice is on the island is uh, how far you are from the closest bridge or whether there's a, a ferry. The actual distance is super close. So going back to 13 years ago, Lee, I mean, you've got a beautiful wife and, of course, uh, two beautiful daughters. But uh, when these crimes were happening and they were finding bodies regularly, were you nervous? And did you actually kind of forget about this over the last 13 years? Or were there still residents like in your town? Were you still nervous? Oh, my God, this guy is still out there. Was it on your mind or not really? Well, so being in elected office the entire time, uh, I was probably more aware uh, about it than the average person. There was probably more conversations about it that uh, happened around me than would happen with the normal person. I'll tell you that much of the media didn't talk about it, certainly didn't talk about it enough. Uh, there was what appears to be some level of, of sandbagging or stiff-arming from uh, some in the, the local level to the federal level. So it wasn't that the different levels of law enforcement were all fully cooperating and working together. Well, can you give me uh, some more details on that? Because uh, I, I have to say this, I kind of like it <laughs> when there's a little bit of this that goes on. I'm happy they got this guy, but if there really was some of that, can you give me one detail or one alleged detail? Well, so this this is interesting, even far beyond this case. The friction that was going on from the, the Suffolk County level to the federal level has resulted in multiple charges. I mean, you had the, the Suffolk County Police Commissioner ended up getting arrested and sent to prison by the feds. The Suffolk County District Attorney ended up getting arrested and sent to prison by the feds. And the backstory of of these cases, uh, you know, I'm thinking about like the district attorney's case, for example. There was extraordinary tension between the Suffolk County DA taking steps to um, really harm the work of of the federal government, and when you're trying to solve a cold case like this. You need everybody working together at, at every level, uh, but not. This isn't just some uh, rumor that that there were some people who just didn't get along. I mean, we're talking about people who are committing crimes at the local level in, in their efforts to protect someone or or something from uh, from the feds and actually going and commit crimes and you know evidence was involved and people were getting uh, hurt in, in some respects so it really got way out of control and I think that that harmed 
the uh, the progress of mm. this particular case. Interesting. This is my friend Lee Zeldin, of course, great politician out there, Suffolk County, Long Island. Almost won the gubernatorial race, which was amazing enough. I do want to shift gears a little bit. We've got so many guests coming on today to talk about this, from Nancy Grace to Peter King to Ray Tierney to John Katzmatidis. I want to ask you about Trump. You know, when you were running against Hochul, she refused to debate you. And we killed her on this station for doing that. Eventually, she gave you one debate, and you wiped the floor with her. You didn't beat her. You humiliated her. She still won, but you killed her. Now Donald Trump is saying, I'm not going to debate. First debate about a month away, Milwaukee, August the 23rd. He meets all three criteria, obviously. What are your thoughts on the president, at least right now, saying, I'm not going to debate come August 23? So we'll see whether or not he actually does not participate in the debate. Uh, For a a long time, his position has been that he isn't going to debate. He happens to be in an extremely strong position right now where there's an argument to be made that he'll go up in the polls by debating, and there's an argument to be made that he'll go up in the polls by not debating. And quite frankly, that, that might actually both be true. Uh, so you know he, he holds all of the cards. Now there's a long ways to go until the, the people actually start voting in January, February. If you ask the average person who's out there, do you want to see a debate? The answer is going to absolutely be yes, all over. Uh, this isn't the only opportunity that exists for a debate. This happens to be the first opportunity for a debate. And if you remember when we were going back and forth with Hochul, not only was I saying that there should be a debate, I, th- I thought that there should have been five debates. Right. I thought that there should have been yeah, – I'll debate her as much as – we debate in every media market in the state. I'll debate everywhere. Uh, and then ultimately she agrees to one debate two weeks before the election after people actually already started voting. Ballots had already gone out, and it was on one cable news station, uh, and it was greatly unf- – and at first it wasn't even going to be in all uh, of New York's counties. We had to work to get uh, coverage in some of the uh, the other cable companies that didn't have, uh, that didn't have the coverage. So, uh, you know, in this case, if – President Trump doesn't debate in this first debate. I don't think he should get attacked as if that means that he's just unwilling to debate at all. I would say that there are people who want to want to see him participate in the debate. So if he decides that he's not going to do the first one, that doesn't mean that he's not going to do multiple right. other right. debates. Right. So we'll, we'll see. Um, but he holds really all the cards and uh, and there's still plenty of opportunities to get everyone on a debate stage. He really is crushing the field. DeSantis way back in second. He's just crushing the field. It's not even close. RFK Jr., who really came out with a horrible anti-Semitic remark this weekend about COVID, how it uh, was uh, made to purposely spare the Jews. I mean, you just can't say something like that. He's closer to Biden than DeSantis is to Trump. One more talking about Republicans, Lee, and that's McCarthy in the House Jim Comer, Nancy Mace, Matt Gates, all these folks on a mission to expose Biden as a criminal. Bank records, monies, not just Hunter, not just the uncle, not just the sister, but the president himself. Do you think that the House Republicans are on the right track in the next two minutes to really expose Joe Biden as a criminal? It is their job. Uh, this is something that should have been done 
already, but obviously Democrats in Congress weren't going to do it, so Republicans have the House. It's not just legislative powers. It's oversight powers as well. So kudos to the, to the many different House uh, Republican chairs, the different committees where they're all getting after this. When President Biden and those who are covering for him are saying that he knows nothing, he wasn't involved, he had nothing to do with it, the business was Joe Biden. That was the family business. So the idea that he has nothing to do with a business, that is the Joe – it's all about exploiting the position that he's in when he's an outgoing vice president, exploiting his relationships. There are foreign adversaries and others who are retaining the Biden family because – it's Joe Biden, not because Hunter Biden's the expert in energy. It's not because he knows how to speak Ukrainian or he's an experienced Ukrainian uh, you know, foreign business expert. He is retained, or you know, especially you take the China example, where they're looking to increase their influence overseas, especially with a nation like the United States. There has to be answers, and there, ha- there has to be more than just oversight done, but they don't give Congress handcuffs. And this is one of the frustrating things for people who are out there. As you're watching this, the, the House Republicans have a job to do, and they're doing it, in pursuing answers and accountability as to what happened. But none of us should be expecting that at the end of this process, you know, Jim Jordan is going to be – you know, conducting some type of an operation where he's arresting anybody. And that's why when we're talking about the November 2024 presidential election, that's where we're talking about how these different organizations, these entities, these three-lettered agencies all need to be doing their jobs. The, the, the consequence of how Americans choose to vote in November of 2024 absolutely impacts the future of this country in so many different respects this Included, So uh, we should all manage our expectations here as to what the House Republicans can accomplish. However, we should set expectations high enough that the House Republicans are going to demand and get answers. That's a great job, Lee, as always, man. I love having you on. Uh, you're terrific. You really are. Thank you so much for hopping on this morning and providing us some insight on a variety of topics. You the man, Lee Zeldin. Thank you so much, pal. Thanks, Lee. Take care. All right. There he is, Lee If you had an accident, trust Gabu Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabu Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo and Facebook. Call Gabu Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O law dot com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.